Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary as we continue on with the year in reviews. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Continuing, uh, this is part three of the year in review podcast I did with Josh Arbuthnot with the Fresh Take Network. Um, parts one and two available wherever you are listening to this now. And the full version of it is over on the Fresh Take Network as we speak. Uh, they also have a great wrestling podcast coming out as well. Uh, it may already be out. They were debating whether to, to bring it out or not at the end of um, or before World's End by AEW. But uh, anyway, uh, check out all the great stuff that Josh and the gang does over at the Fresh Take Network. Um, so here today, it is uh, another part of the... Um, uh, another part of the year in review, starting with a little fashion talk. Best jersey. Uh, I went with the the Eagles bringing back the the Kelly Green. Um, like that, that just it looks correct, you know. And I I like the the, the McNabb era jerseys and what they have now. I, I think their black jerseys are exquisite. But uh, both of us being Raider fans, uh, I think every team should have a black jersey. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like trademark the, the the Vegas, Los Angeles, Oakland Raiders for it. But um, like going with those retros. Honorable mention to Seattle doing the same thing. Um, That's those were pick, by the way, the, yeah, okay, Th those were superb jerseys this year. Yeah, th those both of those are great. I, I, it kind of goes to the thing of like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, way. yeah, uh, yeah, and it, like it, it was surprising to me when they were like, oh yeah, teams will be able to use their retro helmets this year. I was just like, oh, I guess they really haven't been able to for a while, and it, it was nice the teams really embraced that again. Yeah, it was. It absolutely. It, I've seen that a lot. In the, I mean, the one that did piss me off, I'm not going to make it worse jersey, but I have a mini tangent was what the Titans did this week was yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. I don't like like I understand why you're doing it. Um, don't don't do it against Houston. That That's like extra shitty. And like Carolina doing the, the Hartford Whalers jerseys. I've it just it always feels uncomfy when when teams do that sort of thing. Like, hey, we're celebrating that we took your team from you. Um, like, I, I guess there are some teams that just like, you know, like the, um, even now, you know, the, the, the Los Angeles Lakers technically wear the Minnesota Lakers stuff all the time, but, uh, you know, a little we different. We did that. Uh, we, sorry, I went full, full of Bill, Bill Simmons there. Um, <laughs> but we did that. Uh, we wore the Minnesota ones in, uh, Minnesota one time. And I, I'm like, I don't like this. This is BS. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's just like that. There's certain things you just like. You you have to understand you're being shitty right now, right? Like you, you have to understand this is gross. Uh, I'm not going to make those the worst because the jerseys themselves are nice, but I was not happy with that. Uh, best play, Peter. Man, I this is one of those ones where, like in um, in years past, unless I'm forgetting something, there's not a whole lot that I uh, that that stood out to me. Um, like the, the the first play that comes to mind, and it's not the best play of the year, but just this week, T. Higgins with that touchdown on the sideline where yeah. he swings his arm back around and into the end zone. I've just never seen anything like that before. So I'm going to go um at the the World Juniors. I forget who all was involved, but it was overtime in the gold medal game, and the puck got stopped at the goal line. Um, and then Canada comes back and scores. Um, so that. Um, th this is very unofficial, but that one is my play of the year. Unless there's an obvious one that I'm missing that I apologize for. Um, no, you, you pretty much landed it. Uh, it, it was hard this year. There yeah. wasn't, like you said, there really wasn't that play to really go with. Um, I'm going to be kind of, I mean, a little bit, to, again, it kind of goes back to Canada basketball to me and mm -hmm. it was SGA shot 
mm. against Spain to give Canada the lead after being down. There's yeah. other good plays. I, I also, I'm back and forth on two. Panda Jack's interception last week was mm, yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> like, I've yeah. never seen anything like that. But And Messi, a lot of them just feel like big moment type of things this year rather yeah. than... Like that was an outstanding play. Like um, yeah. Messi getting the goal uh, against uh, for uh, Miami and anything that Jokic had. And there's a million dunks that have had that happened this year. And again, I'm sure I'm missing one of those top plays that you're going to go and watch the uh, the Sports Center top play during Christmas. Like, why wasn't that one? The, yeah, the, exactly. There's yeah, we need we needed to do this out. after that list came out, so I could I could just yeah. steal from that. Um, my honestly, like it's not a top play. My favorite play, I don't even know what league that was from, but it's a basketball highlight's been going around. Guys driving into the paint, a dude who's like eight times his size blocks the shot. The dude who went in for the layup fell out of bound. Guy who blocked the shot caught it and just tossed it to the guy who was laying out of bounds. So it's his team's ball anyway, and it's just a giant screw you to the guy. It was just it was the biggest like. Yeah, you're nothing that I've ever seen on a basketball court in my life. I loved it. it again, not the best play of the year, but my favorite play of the year. There was the one uh, preseason game with Wemby when he like blocked a shot, came down, got like a three, blocked another shot, came down, like got a dunk or something. And yeah. I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and like um, Connor Bedard had one in like it was at the rookie camp, so it's whatever. Yeah, but he walked like the whole team and then put it top shelf. Just utter ridiculousness. Uh, best moment, Peter. Best moment for me. Uh, the we haven't talked about this a ton, and uh, maybe it deserves a bit more recognition than we've given it. But like we've said, that there's been a lot this year. Um, Shohei Otani striking out Mike Trout to win the oh, World Baseball Classic. Good. That is um, good. Like that's, that's what I'll remember from 2023. And I, I remember watching that highlight when I thought the Blue Jays were going to get him, and then watching that highlight when I knew the Blue Jays weren't going to get him. Um, <laughs> and it, it's two different emotions. I cannot explain to you how reckless I was going to be with my spending. If the Blue Jays got Shohei Otani, like right. the, the, the white Jersey, the blue Jersey, the powder blue Jersey, um, his fighters Jersey, his samurai Japan Jersey, like all of that was going to be purchased um, and I, 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 I don't make it, I, I do not, I am not a financial position to be making those, those sort of decisions, but I was gonna, um, but like that, just that moment, those two guys, the two players on the same team, finally going face to face, head to head, um, in the biggest spot, either of the, we've seen either of them in, in North America was just so freaking cool. That's one of those, that is the top moment. I'll go a different, just to be different, but that is the top moment. I, I will admit that was one of those social media moments too. That was just, this is the timeline deal with it. Yeah. Like it was everybody crossover in every sport, every athlete. And you know, for baseball that is quote unquote dead from people. It was like, no, not, not, not exactly because this nope. is the world baseball classic and every, and people kind of were looking ahead to like, Holy shit, we may get trout and Otani. And it was a sense of no one even cared who won the game up, at least here in Canada. Yeah. Um, I'm sure around the world outside of Japan and America were like, I don't even care. I'm sure even some Americans are like, this would just be cool too. <laughs> like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want Trout to strike out, but I want this matchup because holy crap, that is cool. And then for it to happen with two outs in the ninth, mm -hmm. like it, it would like, it would, it would have lost a little bit if like Nolan Arenado comes up after and hits a home run. Um, but because it closed out the tournament, it was just, it was so cool. And then everything the next day, it was like, 
hockey needs to get a, a best on best world hockey cup uh and like basketball we, we need to take this more seriously and get our athletes in it how can we get them to care this much about these games like every sport had their okay how do we do this and it, it was cool as someone who like baseball is in the top two for me um to, to have baseball have that moment again was really really special for me again and it's I'm why i'll say... never be able to hate shohei sorry yeah but i just i can't hard. at least yeah. he's not in the AL. Right. If he would have been a Yankee, that would have been different. Like, I'm going to have no problem hating Yamamoto when, when he signs with the Yankees. Yeah. Um, watch him sign with the Blue Jays before this uh, this comes out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I like, heard Peter, we're getting someone every day. First it's Jealous, then it's Louis Roberts every yeah. single day. Stop my dormant. Matt, I remember um, that it was the NFL Sunday before it all went down when that report came out that the Blue Jays were the favorite to get Soto. And I had a moment where I was like, man, could you imagine if they got both? Soto and Otani. I was wow. like, oh yeah, you could just go like like uh Springer, Soto, Otani, Biggio, Vlad, and there you're set. You win the World Series. And Even then Davis I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I, oh no, I'll be fine. I'll 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 accept one. And now it's like, oh hey, Cody Ballinger. Um, but yeah, such yeah. is the life. <laughs> um again, I will recognize Peter does have the moment, but I'll be a little bit different. I'm going Canada, beating Spain and clinching their first Olympic bid since 2000. Again, as someone that's worked in Canada basketball, th this was just a personal, personal and emotional one for me. I have not broke down very much watching a sporting event the way that I did for that of yeah. playing basketball, coaching basketball, broadcasting basketball, of refereeing basketball, and being around this. And just for our community, I'm even getting emotional talking about it now again. Um, how important that was because we had been so bloody close. And when yeah. Jamal went down, there was a fear of like, oh no, it's it, this. We're going to have to do the thing where we lose to Venezuela next summer and do that. And even in that game when we're losing to Spain, it's like, well, I guess we're going to have to do this next summer. Hey, we got Jamal and maybe we'll have Wiggins and Matherin and you're going through yeah. your mind. And then they did it. They, they yeah. actually did it. And they had a chance to, they have a chance now to go to Paris and Chan, we've already talked about it all, but man, what a moment that was for everyone that was around Canada basketball, it's worth for Canada basketball and for the country at large. Yes. Yeah. Um, like I, I'm not as, as into it as, as you are just from like a professional standpoint, but as someone who, um, like played basketball all my life growing up, um, and then got into it, like was able to, to call it when I was in college, um, and, and miss doing that. But, um, and then on the radio at nine sixty, where I was finally able to bring it up in 19 when the Raptors are making their run. And, uh, we, we did the watch along thing where people just watched me stress eat while the Raptors were playing the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was like to, to finally, to, to finally get that like kind of national recognition of this sport. That's awesome. And that we're pretty good at was, was really great to see. Absolutely. Uh, next up, it gets to be a little personal here, Peter, uh, because we, we work in this sporting world. Yeah. Um, uh, what's your favorite sporting moments that you were a part of this year? Uh, the time, the time I hit a home run in slow pitch. No, um, for me, I, I went back. I, I wanted to make sure I had the, the date, right. Um, it was May 31st for the dogs against Fort McMurray. Um, it was a walk-off win. They were down four, two in the ninth inning. Right, I remember uh, they, that call. That was a they, call. They come back, they come back and tie the game. And then, uh, they, they get it on the ball that gets thrown away at a first base in the 11th inning for the, the, the walk-off win. Um, like selfishly for me, finally getting um, uh, able to do playoff games. Um, I, it's just the, the way things have worked out the last couple of years. I wasn't able to. I was kind of on the schedule too a couple of years ago and then had uh, what we call in the industry a menti B. Um, and then uh, now this year, 
to, to finally get to some playoff games was really, really cool. But for, for moments, it was a, a walk-off win for the dogs uh, early in May that kept them undefeated. Yeah, that was good. I remember that call that day watching that and and, and cutting it and getting it up at me. I'm like, I need to get this call up for Peter immediately. <laughs> it's like texting home team live. I'm like, get this call, get this call. Yeah. Um, look, I got spoiled this year professionally. This is probably the best professional year I've ever had. Um, I have a quagmire of a decision to really go here. I have four uh unbelievable moments I was a part of this year. Um one is close to my heart because it was my alma mater uh, with the Trojans winning the national championship. Uh, they, I got the privilege of watching the dogs call their second WCBL championship. I got to call the U15 uh, Alberta basketball championship. So again, I was absolutely blessed this year. Uh, but for me, the pinnacle of my career so far, as much as that state one does mean a lot, and I am very privileged, and Peter was nice enough to text me uh, how, uh, how happy he was with my call, and that did personally mean a lot to me, and professionally, Peter, when you did that. Um, it's the Canada West uh, Women's Championship, Dinos and Pandas. That game was, uh, I meant a lot, just because that's my sister's alma mater. She played mm. for them. And so it was this weirdly weird dichotomy of being a dino and wanting – I didn't really care who won that game. I just wanted to call a good game. Uh, yeah. But if the Dinos won, I definitely professionally would have been very, very happy about that. But uh, Scott Edwards being on the other side and coaching my sister, he'd been at my sister's wedding, knowing how much he meant to her life. And just we get to see all these pandas all over the place, all these uh, Dino fans. Basketball really hitting its apex at the Jack that day. And uh, it was uh, an absolute privilege. And right after that, I, Jumped and watched, uh, got in the <laughs> child and drove to Ambrose and then called St. Beating St. Mary's to win the CCA championship that exact moment. Again, I was absolutely blessed this year and I had a lot of moments, but getting to watch that and watch Scott Edwards win his first Canada West championship was an absolute privilege this year. And, and the dogs nice. winning another WCBL champ. Again, I was spoiled this year. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Well deserved. Uh, next up, we get to go to the best game, Peter. Yeah, there's there's a few, and like I I want to go the Super Bowl. Uh, it's a one score game, oh, man, and it was one. just it was such a great game, but just that the penalty at the end kind of takes it from me. Um, and so like maybe this game wasn't as good, but we just talked about its ending. I'm gonna go Japan against the United States in the nice. uh, the, the World Baseball Classic. Um. It was just, again, to, to have that sort of an ending, to have that kind of drama was just so much fun. Uh, I'm, again, going to be kind of cliche here. Canada versus Spain. Uh, yeah. Canada's down. They fight themselves back. Just an absolute back. And for Super Bowls up there as well, the WCBL uh, Game 3 was a wild one. Of The dogs are up. The dogs were down. That was crazy. Um, we had some really good, um, like I said, some of those Laker and Denver games were incredibly close this year, which is really mm -hmm. good. I even found um, Bucks and uh, Pacers in the in-season tournament. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a really good game. Probably yeah. the best game of the in-season tournament, uh, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Canada beating uh, – actually, yeah, Canada beating Spain, although Canada versus States was also really, really enjoyable as well. Yes, yeah. It's just nice to beat them. Uh, but yeah, like what that game meant. And like for me personally, um, I was back home at the time. So I was able to watch the game with my dad, which was really cool. Um, got to to really, really enjoy that. That was that that was really sweet. So yeah, I'll I will I will absolutely co-sign in yours. That's a that's a strong pick. Uh biggest story, Peter. There's some yucky ones. 
Yeah, I went a positive one uh, with Good. this one. Um, it is, and maybe sports people won't necessarily like it, but th there is no sports story on the planet this year that has been bigger than Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Um, yeah, like that's the one. Yeah, like the, it, it's transcended sports. It has. It's the last frontier that the NFL hadn't really got into, and that's the Swifties, and that they were they were finally able to to break through on that barrier. Um, like you have Taylor Swift, who's the most famous human being on the planet. Um, you have Travis Kelsey, who is just like likable, marketable, very good at what he does, all of those sorts of things. Like just kind of the, this perfect combination that has created this perfect storm around the sports world. I was joking because uh, again, as we mentioned, Raider fans, I'm like, my Raider is going to, my Raider Christmas is going to be spent with Taylor Swift. Cause I even watching the game this week against the Pats, it was like Travis Kelsey shot, Taylor Swift shot, Travis Kelsey shot, Taylor Swift shot. So there's yeah. no way she's not going to be at the Christmas game. No. And here I am going to be and you are, I don't know if you're as delusional as I am. I'm like, well, there's still a chance. Like it happened in 20, 2021. <laughs> like if we went out, yeah. we got this chance. Um, and, and they've averaged like, 31 and a half points a game in the last two. So like exactly, anything can happen, right? <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to be, you know, hoping for some playoff potential for my up and down Raider team, which I can't wait to get to the worst of, because I'm sure they'll be on that side. Um, especially one personal individual in that. Uh, but this has just been, it's just been nonstop, right? Rather you like it or you're not. And it, it's completely changed the, the rating system for the NFL, the NFL seeing bigger ratings than it's ever seen. It kind of even goes back even before she was dating Travis of the halftime show and not being Taylor. And everyone's yeah. like, why is this not Taylor? Why is it Usher? All respect to Usher, who I'm sure will be great. But he was like, it's, it seems like it's time for Taylor. And, and now kind of, you know, taking, uh, Kelsey to another one, and even the TikToks of the wife's being like, oh, he made she made Travis Kelsey. No one knew who he was, which yeah. is super entertaining for a little bit. It is. It is the biggest sports story because it it went into the sport to the entertainment world. It went globally, right? Your mom yeah. or your friends or whoever that didn't know who Travis Kelsey was, now he is a known person. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And like he he's a great representation because there's a lot of shitty dudes in sports, and it feels like he's not one of them. Um, and so that's kind of awesome as well. Like, uh, what was it? Chasing Kelsey or whatever it was, uh, aside. Yeah. Um, and like the, the podcast, like those guys have hit the podcast at the exact right time. Like it's just, it's all been this perfect storm, uh, around that. And yeah, it's, it's the biggest story in sports. It's probably the biggest story in, in like Taylor Swift is the biggest story in entertainment and he is at least a part of it, I suppose. Yeah. It, uh, that's, that's, that's the one to go with. Uh, when it came down to it, Peter, who is the best male athlete this year? Man, this one was kind of difficult because um, mm -hmm. there, there are a lot of great performances. Um, I do have to go Nikola Jokic um, for just That's how well team. he played in the, the, the NBA's postseason. Um, like just no one was no one was that much better than everyone else in their sport than the Nikola Jokic. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish we could go on and on about it, but that's mine as well. It, it's Jokic. Yeah. I mean. Normally, sometimes you have a great tennis performance or a great golfing performance, and there was, but not like the overwhelming that you see in the past. And as good as Otani was, Djokovic yeah. ended up walking away with a championship at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think like could have gone Max Verstappen in, in this spot as yeah. well, but I, I just think um, I think those are the two. Yeah, I already gave him his flowers, and so to to, to throw this one in, yeah, Jokic I think gets it. Where'd you go for best female? Um, I, I, I am kind of mixing it up a little bit. Uh, just if nothing else, I felt like this team deserved some representation this year on this. So I went Aja Wilson from the, the, the Vegas aces. Um, I, I, yeah, I had it written down here. 
um what was it uh 42 and 7 combined this year between regular season and playoffs Pretty good. um yeah jeff van gundy joked like are they gonna go undefeated this year and he wasn't that far off and she was the best player on the team so uh, i i think you, you have to go with that one you got to remember too that this is the vegas Knights team yeah they have kelsey plume and they have all the talented players that they have they didn't have candace parker yeah wild what well, just like they might have gone undefeated um just, just yeah wow your most anticipated event of 2024. Uh, I'm going to go um, with the, uh, I'm going to go in the fight world and I'm going to say UFC 300 um, that that's, that's coming one. up this year. Um, it, it feels like Dana White has been kind of reinvigorated a little bit the, the last uh, couple of months. Um, he, the, the UFC kind of runs itself now and he doesn't have to put the, the full weight of the UFC machine behind things anymore. And so he's dabbled in the, the slap fighting thing. And he's obviously had his issues uh, away from the UFC at the, the start of the year um, here in 2023. And that's, it, it's made it a little bit difficult at times, but now you could see how excited he was when they, they acquired uh, Michael Venom page from, uh, from Bellator and now PFL. And they're, they're planning a, a show at the sphere UFC 300. He was like saying that the first fight on the prelims is going to feel like a main card pay-per-view fight. Uh, it feels like he kind of has his promotional swagger back. And so I think they're going to absolutely try to deliver here in, in 2024. And that is going to be promoted to high hell because that's the week um, after WrestleMania. So that, I think, will be the first time you see TKO really cross-promote in a way that we haven't seen TKO and WWE and UFC all pollinate together. That will be the big week. We will see a lot of UFC 300. You will see fighters in the front row. Dana might actually get a front row seat. Oh, yeah. Oh, that there will be promotion. And I wonder, like, there has been talk. Um, I, I know the WWE ring is sacred, um, but there's been talk of of um, advertising there. I wonder if there is a bit of a, a UFC 300 logo somewhere, somewhere on that that uh, that, that canvas there. Um, I, I'm also just like the UFC in general. I feel like to to kind of get Dana like back into the swing of things, and because they are with the WWE now, who do the big events still better than anyone. Uh, with all due respect to to AEW going to Wembley this year, um, I wonder if the UFC. And with TKO now, I wonder if they start to, to branch to bigger arenas and, and try to, to fill them up that way. I wonder if that's something we start to see them do here. But that's now I'm I'm off on tangents. So uh, we, we can move no, on. No, uh, I, I, on that point, I think it's a good point because I do think we, Ari and uh, Nick Khan have kind of brought up that point of, you know, maybe you have a WWE show in the morning and then the UFC show at night and the double side you have there i almost thought when we had that australia shows coming up for elimination chamber i thought that was maybe the opportunity to do the first one for that but i think wrestlemania yeah. is when they're gonna go full force and really have people at the hall of fame people at mania and really yeah. go forward and maybe we'll have elon musk and mark zuckerberg i don't know <laughs> well and like you see like the, the wwe uh reportedly signing ken shamrock to a legends contract yeah i wonder if he gets um wwe hall of fame it's a so. ufc tie-in and yeah. it's like all, all of those things like there, there's a lot there but like um again just to go on a, a tangent like they they had the best year they've ever had in mexico i think you could run something pretty big in mexico this year uh they have two um champions from england right now i think you could do something big in england they are always big in ireland 
you, you could do something there. The, the Canadian stars are lacking right now, um, but you, you could at least do something in Canada. But I, I think there are there are big shows to be had across the world. And I think them being partnered with the WWE, who are still the undisputed kings at that, is is only going to mean a good things in that world anyway. And on top of that, you're going to have the Connor stuff, right? Connor hasn't fought forever. Uh, yeah. Again, not a fan of the human being particularly, but like it or not, he has drawing power. Of will they dare think that Ronda Rousey is still a draw and try to maybe I go hope down not. that realm? I hope not either. And like it, for you, what do you think that main event of that show is? Man, oh man. Um, it's tricky because like none of the champions right now, aside from John Jones, None of them really feel like they're on that level. Like Izzy maybe could have been, um, but but losing to Sean Strickland is really difficult. And so like the, the John Jones injury makes it challenging. It, he would be the, the obvious one to go with. Um, I think Connor against Michael Chandler is probably the biggest name that yeah. that you are going to have there in terms of what the, the main event is actually going to be. I, I genuinely, I don't know what they could do right now that would feel worthy of that kind of stage at this moment. I mean, in, in a different world, we get an aging machine and we just do Brock and Theodore finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be fun. I mean, hey, yeah, it, it, Brock, Brock against Daniel Cormier. Let, let's roll it out there. Uh, sure, I'm it. I'm <laughs> I remember I, seeing videos now, for whatever reason, that was popping up on my TikTok, how they were hyping things up. That might have been getting ready for UFC 200. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that was that was a wild time. Like, I, I, I do think they're going to go all out with this, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know who they have right now that kind of feels like the champion who could represent that card in the way that you would expect. Yeah, it feels the UFC, we talked about this on our combat show the other day, feels like they are have a lot of like really good uh, stars, but they don't have that Ronda Connor yeah. type of star right now. Yeah, and it's I think that's part of like, I don't think Dana White has been as all in on this as maybe he has been in the past. Like, I, I don't think he's asleep at the wheel, um, but like this... The UFC machine has not been behind guys like uh, Makashev or Volkanovski the, the way that they they maybe should be because those like those were two gigantic fights this year and it was just like okay whatever like they have they have a lot of fighters right now who fight fans adore but in terms of like that big mainstream draw they they haven't they, they feels like they've missed a cycle with that right like we, we cycled from the GSPs and the John Joneses into the Rondas and the Connors into kind of the the, the Israel Adesanya's uh Daniel Cormier's and now we we've swum back around and it's well can Connor still go like we, we've missed yeah. We've missed a step somewhere along the way of building these guys up. And so I think that that should have been a bigger priority this year, but I think it's going to be a big priority for them now going forward. I think there was really three you could do with this because there is like three game changing events. This was one of them. Uh, Paris Olympics mm -hmm. was one I really went with. And then the other one was the Euro Cup, which is what I went with. Um, because I'm an England fan and I like to be tortured. And the last <laughs> time we were in the Euro Cup, I was tortured. Yeah. Um, so hopefully this is the one. Who knows? Maybe it's, it's been back to back. Uh, this is the self, but personal side, just rough cups for England of the missed penalties and then the missed uh, PK by Harry, um, which means ages ago. And I just want to watch one World Cup or Euro Cup England victory with my granddad before he's no longer with us. So yeah. I'm just hoping that number one, we can get to Euro Cup and then we can at least enjoy that victory together because I watch all the matches with him. So 
Hopefully we can get to it. But uh, the last Euro Cup we had, England or not, I thought was absolutely phenomenal. We had a really yeah. good World Cup uh, a year or so ago. And Paris, obviously, too. I think we're we're shaping up for a really fun Paris Olympics. Yeah. Uh, you know, Simone Biles, obviously, you know, get to see everything with her and knew some get to seems like we have a, a new uh, energy to the track side of things and the swimming side of things that we've had before. We still have the dominant names there, but, and then obviously for basketball this year, it's yeah. going to be unbelievable, especially with the American Joel Embiid. <laughs> Wish there was a category for most annoying thing I could go with that, that it, I haven't been annoyed about a, a Olympic decision this much since Brett Hall on the mm. American hockey team. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. So we've been positive. Let's get it's uh let's get negative for a little bit here and wrap get to the other side. What's the worst moment of the year for you? Um to to turn this like very dark very quickly. Um I, I think it was uh Adam Johnson passing away on the ice, um taking yeah. a, a skate blade yeah. to the neck. Um and like it just uh, absolutely horrendous um and like just so so sad and like some of the the discourse around it has obviously been very frustrating um as a lot of discourses are but yeah that that one to not not to like bring things to a screeching halt or anything like that but that was just that that's one that like it, it I, I there's nothing worse than that for me that was mine as well i i remember seeing it on uh, social first and like what Right. Yeah. And you and you always, you know, you always have the the fear of it. Right. And then in your mind is like, how is this hap- not happen more often? Yeah. And but and yeah, then you're also just like, luck, why did it basically. have to happen? Yeah, just luck. And you're like, but why did it have to happen? This is terrible. This is horrible. Yeah. And and it's also like, what are preventable things we can do for this? It's kind of hard, you know, when you're yeah. in a sport where one part is literally a knife that's on the on the ice. Right. Yeah. They are they are skating around on literal razor blades. So what what can you do with that? Uh, it, it is very tricky for sure. So yeah, that's that is the pick there, um, and it's it was an absolute devastating one. That yeah. uh, again, that's one of those things too that people that you know they don't even roll sport they were talking about. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it was it was everywhere for a few days. All right, that's going to do it. It continues next week as uh, the year in reviews roll on uh, one more time. Thank you all so much for tuning in uh, today and throughout 2023, and I will talk to all of you next week. Have a great night, everybody.